Hello, let's see. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Um, my name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words, and I'm like so excited to be here. I'm really excited to host this room today. I am giving the astrology horoscopes for Pisces season. So for those who don't know, we are transitioning out of Aquarius and we are entering the Pisces season. I'm super excited. Um, there's some major astrological events coming this spring, and there's also some major astrological events coming during Pisces season. So this is actually going to be a um, horoscope reading for all 12 of the zodiacs. Um, I recommend you go by your sun sign or your rising sign. Uh, I will say that um, if you are just learning about astrology, um, have no fear. I do do a little bit introduction of what the Pisces resembles, what the Pisces means, the history of the Pisces, the history of that beautiful zodiac, and what we can expect for Pisces season. So welcome everybody. This is also a live stream on um, the YouTube and also on Clubhouse. So if you are on Clubhouse and you have a question, you can go ahead and put that question in the chat. Make sure you share out this room. So let's get into the actual area of the Pisces and what the Pisces is all about. So for those who don't know, the Pisces is starting, actually, I believe Pisces season is actually starting right around tomorrow. Um, the Pisces season, sun is still in Aquarius um, and the sun has not fully transitioned out of Aquarius quite yet. So we're actually going to enter Pisces season, I believe, roughly about tomorrow. So Pisces season, the Pisces is a water sign. Um, it does have a lot of that water element. It also has a lot of that, um, as one might say, sacral chakra element. For those who don't know, the sacral chakra is actually a water element as well. The Pisces sometimes is known for being like a little moody. Sometimes you hear like, oh, that Pisces, they, they're, they're kind of like not so friendly, but actually the Pisces is very caring. The Pisces actually is one of the zodiacs that um, is considered to have a duality. It has two traditional planets that ruled the Pisces. So that's pretty spectacular. Not many of the zodiacs have that. I actually just posted something on my Instagram and TikTok. There's only a few zodiacs that have this traditional duality, and the Pisces is one of them. Um, so the Pisces traditionally was ruled by Jupiter. And um, for those who don't know, Jupiter is the planet of luck, freedom, expansion, really almost like the polar opposite of Saturn. So Jupiter was first traditionally the ruler of Pisces. Then when Neptune was discovered, um, Neptune became the ruler of Pisces. And Neptune is really like that area of our conscious and 
um, unconscious state. It's also known as that area of the dreams. It's also known as that area of um, kind of like the water god, right? Um, the area of the ocean, as one might say, for the Pisces. Um, some things that I do want to say is that Pisces, when we think about the Pisces, we're also going to want to think about the higher chakra element as well. We're going to want to think about our third eye and our crown chakra. Also, we are going to think about the sacral because it is a water element. But with the Pisces, we do want to definitely think about those higher chakras. The Pisces is known to be the 12th house ruler, which is the last house of the astrological zodiacs, right? It is the last house placement. It's that higher energy placement, that higher chakra energy. The Pisces is also um, very imaginative. Um, the Pisces is known for its imagination. Um, I just recently said, you know, if I was to be a Zodiac for one day and got to experience what it was like to be a different Zodiac, to have a different energy alignment, to have a different sun placement, I think I would want to be a Pisces. Um, I think I would want to explore what it is like to be a Pisces. Um, they can be considered a little bit more emotional than some of the other Zodiacs. They also have a very artistic sense about them. They're very much goal-orientated. Um, they have that area where some might say it's ego. Others might say, no, they just know what they want and they're able to conquer and accomplish certain things. Where maybe one Zodiac, for instance, like let's say a Virgo might over-analyze it, where a Pisces will just kind of say, let me conquer this. Let me um, throw this up in, in the air, throw this to the water, throw this to the ocean, and see how it kind of formulates. Um, Pisces are very strong-willed. Hmm. A lot of time, the Pisces feels that they are absolutely right. And they have that thinking where it takes a lot for you to convince a Pisces how come they aren't necessarily right. For those who don't know, um, I think that the Pisces really represents a lot of um, elements of religion and spirituality. Um, that could be Christianity. That could also be areas of the legend of Jesus. I know hmm, some people got really upset about my video that I posted that Jesus is not a Capricorn. <laughs> he is actually probably a Pisces. And one of the reasons why I say that is because we have to think of the introduction of Christianity, the introduction of the Catholic church, and it resembles the two fishes as the Pisces does as well. And it also resembles that water element, right? Um, Jesus was known as the um, one who resurrected and began to walk on water. That's very Pisces-like, right? That's very Pisces-like. Um, I do think that Jesus was probably a Pisces. I know a lot of people are like, hey, lady, what are you talking about? But let's be honest, we don't actually know his birth date. There are some astrological events. Um, I believe uh, back in the time that he was born. If you guys want to check out that video, it's on my YouTube channel. Um, so check it out. Like I said, the true traditional planets that the Pisces 
was ruled by was first Jupiter and then Neptune. And when we think about Jupiter, we're going to want to think about faith, positive elements, and also that area of freedom and higher self and that conscious state. So when I give you guys your horoscope reading, I want you to really think about that area of freedom, your, your area of being one with expansion and being one with growth. But Pisces, their modern day ruler is Neptune, which is really based on your spiritual essence, your spiritual area and your spiritual area of self and soul, whatever uh, modalities you um, use, if it's religious, if it is um, spiritual, if it is more soul centered, that's up to you. You know, I believe whatever works right for this person works right for this person. There's no right or wrong unless you are traditionally hurting other people or inflecting your own beliefs. And that's something that happens with the Pisces and also the upper zodiacs. A lot of upper zodiacs tend to kind of have that upper element of the higher chakras where they want to really make you understand what it is that they feel is true, which might not necessarily be the most, um, the most valuable thing, right? And with the Pisces um, being ruled by Neptune, we have that area of fantasy and expression that sometimes can create a disillusion. So sometimes with um, Neptune, we might become a little naive. We might not be so reality-based. And I'm going to probably talk about when Saturn enters Pisces in um, March. I do... I know I gave the astrological events for the year. I have not done March yet, but I do think we are going to see a shift of energy, huge shift of energy. I'm so, you guys do not understand. I'm so fucking excited <laughs> to get Saturn out of Aquarius. Um, and for those who don't know, I'm an Aquarius stellium and it's, it's, it's going to be a change. We're not going to see, I think, on the collective matter, uh, like lockdowns again or anything that has a lot of restriction um, in that space. We're going to see more of areas of restriction if that's towards religion, if that's towards spirituality, if that's towards um, people wanting to express their freedoms. Um, I will be honest, I do think that um, a lot of quote unquote spiritual healers, a lot of um, people who are centered around this energy work are going to have to see like, um, I might have to enter this more mundane, this more matrixy type of um, job force, I might have to actually get a job. Um, that area of being able to express themselves and express their own spiritual essence and maybe work with energy is going to feel a little bit more limited. It's probably going to be because of the fact that people aren't going to be willing to pay for some of the services that before when Saturn was in Aquarius, it was kind of like people were seeking their freedom on a collective matter where now it's going to feel a little bit more restricted, especially as it's entering with Pisces. I do think there's going to be some areas of um, cults being exposed. There's going to be some areas of um, maybe socialized groups that are going to kind of come forward as we're going to see either more people are trying to break out towards more of their own 
spiritual sense. I also think if you haven't found your soul sense, you haven't found what works for you. This is going to be an energy that a lot of people are going to seek it. Um, I do think it's going to be very high on that 12th house placement, um, very high of people trying to break away from the reality and turning it more into fantasies or accepting the fact that reality is starting to seem more logical and um, especially if they are like a spiritual healer, they're going to maybe um, have to kind of meet that area of restriction and boundaries. So it's going to be very interesting time when Saturn enters um, Pisces and it's, it's going to be a change. And I think we are going to be saying goodbye to a lot of things that aren't working for us. Um, as people who are centered in the spiritual community, I always say I'm not centered in the spiritual <laughs> community. I feel like I'm more centered in um, well-being and the metaphysical. Um, I love astrology. I love tarot. I love the chakra system. Um, you know, I think people should find what works for them and um, <clears throat> and make a change or adapt in certain ways. Um, and I will say I was quite happy when I saw so much about the UFOs after, um, during Aquarius season, it was kind of funny, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, you totally, you know, acknowledged that there was going to be like all these UFOs, all these like balloon sightings, all of these, whatever during Aquarius season. And I was like, yeah, well, that's kind of how the Aquarius rolls, you know, I'm still waiting to get abducted. <laughs> It hasn't happened quite yet, unfortunately. I bet I better be quiet before I end up on a spaceship, right? Okay, so let's get into it, guys. This is all jokes. This is my bad sense of humor. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the horoscopes because I know that's what you guys are here for. So if you are a Pisces, big shift coming this way for you. We currently have you really in this area towards your first house. This is your area. This is your appearance. This is your area of how you feel as a whole. This is your soul center. So for the Pisces during Pisces season, I'm going to want you to take an approach towards life that feels right towards you. You might feel some conflict. You might feel some restrictions. You might feel like, oh, your boundaries are being pushed and that's that's okay. That's something that you're going to have to work out with, um, especially as when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply towards the um, beginning of March as we have March entering Pisces. So if you're feeling really kind of, oh, and I always say that sun, that sun element, that sun energy is one of the strongest energies. So kind of like take some time to chill, take some time to structure your boundaries and make sure your boundaries 
are where you want to be in the long run in the area that it's very much structured towards the whole approach of the life lesson, the whole approach of identity and where you really feel um, secure in and where you really feel that you could take some more steps. For the Aquarius, for the Aquarius, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> because I have really been seeing areas of this shift kind of coming forward um, as a um, as somebody who is centered around astrology, content creation. Um, and I think for the Aquarius, this is going to be a different type of vibe. This is going to kind of be the vibe that we're not really like used to. Um, this is more structured around investments and money and areas where we will receive more revenue and we will receive more gratitude. Remember, monetization is not like a dirty word. Monetization is a very good word. It means that you're receiving gratitude for what it is that you create. You're receiving gratitude for what it is that you basically are giving um, energy alignment to others you're releasing that energy and it's okay to receive that 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 money it's okay to receive that and that's a hard thing for the aquarius to accept um a lot of times the aquarius wants to be just giving right um it's that water barrier trait it's that water barrier element of giving to the collective um, and if they can't give, then they want to disconnect, right? So for the Aquarius, it's okay. You can receive that gratitude. You can receive that element. For the Capricorn, this is actually going to be a time where, oh, for the Cap, this is actually going to be a time where you're going to feel a shift. You're going to feel a shift of your area with communication, kind of getting upward towards that higher sense that you're not really used to. It's going to feel a little woo-woo and it's going to feel like a little bit more of an interest that you haven't quite discovered yet. And I want you to take it with an open mind. Like as a Capricorn, you kind of got to like loosen up, right? You got to like let your hair down and kind of like throw off your shoes and like get in the ground and take in that air, take in that water energy. And also I want you to really express the communication with other people. Sometimes as the Capricorn, you feel so like kind of constricted and restricted and it's kind of like, ah, oh, how do I say this? What do I do? Just be open, be open to receiving. I feel like the Capricorn sometimes has this restriction about them, but this is really affecting your area in your third house where you're going to be having a shift that's going to be more centered around communication. The communication is not going to really feel like um, how traditionally you would expect it to feel. It's not going to feel so restricted, boundary orientated. It's going to feel a little bit more centered off a spiritual sense. Go ahead and take that energy in, embrace it, love it. This is really a good time for you, but for the Capricorn, it's going to make you feel a little uneasy at first. For the Sagittarius, <clears throat> For the Sagittarius, I want you to really be structured on that area of the home. Um, the Sagittarius is usually all about, mm, I'm going to drink some water, guys. Um, the Sagittarius is usually all about doing the most, 
<laughs> you know, you gotta, you, you got to understand Jupiter is all about that free energy, that love energy, that expansion energy, that movement and growth energy. And for the Sagittarius, sometimes being dug in the roots, being dug in the home life kind of feels a little hard, right? It kind of feels a little bit not so easy. It, it just feels like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I can be um, this much of a foundation centered in me. And for the Sagittarius, yes, you can. Um, it's good to have some foundation. It's good to have some stability. I know you are a fire sign. You're that fire element and you want to be very much out there and you want to explore and you want to travel and you want to gain more, but sometimes you kind of have to put that investment and that logic and that thinking process back into the home space, back into the root space, back into the third sacral and the um, solar plex and the root chakra. The first three chakras for the Sagittarius is really where I want you to function, really where I want you to strive to feel a little bit more familiar with, to feel a little bit more eased in. It's the perfect time to look at the collective of your inner workings of your family unit, of your mother, of your feminine ancestors, and kind of feel aligned with it, especially within the home area. Um, if that means bringing in more storytelling to the younger um, generation, that's something that as a Sagittarius you know, you don't usually break into those roots, but we're, we're going to need to see that. We're going to need to really see that from you. Um, it's going to help you really get a little bit more accustomed to where you're at with this being in your um, fourth house. For the Scorpio, <laughs> I think the Scorpio placements um, this year and um, as we close out this Zodiac calendar, as one might say, as we are on our last um, Zodiac, we are on the Pisces before we um, turn to our, as one might say, fire starter, our cardinal sign, our cardinal of all cardinals, our Aries, um, before we hit Aries season. I know the Scorpios have kind of had like a, a big transition year. They've had the, the South node, a lot of reflection, probably a lot of healing that just feels very um, lustering back up, especially with the eclipses. It's kind of been, it's kind of been a transition for, for the Scorpios, um, for a lot of Scorpio placements. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a different year as one might say, maybe a little bit more challenging for the Scorpio. I want you to release that drama if there's drama surrounding your atmosphere, if there's drama surrounding where you're at, it's a beautiful time to just let it go. Let it go. Get in your spiritual essence. Get in that area of romance, especially around the relationship. If there's been drama in the relationship, if there's been drama with friend circles, if there's been drama on a personal note, it's time to like fucking say goodbye to that shit. Um, 
it's it's going to be a new year for the Scorpio. It really is. It's going to be some new energy alignments that are going to make you feel kind of like a breath of fresh air. Um, but I want you to really take that creativity back, take that passion back, and take that self romance back, and the romance back in the relationship. If that relationship doesn't have doesn't have to feel like it's moving forward or just let it go. Just let it go. Um, get that expression back on how you really feel. Cut out the drama, cut it out. Um, say goodbye to it. It does it doesn't need to be there, right? It does not need to be there. For the Libra. For the Libra. <laughs> okay. Gosh. So come spring for the Libra, the Libras are either going to have the best year of their life or they're going to have a year that's going to have some challenges, you're going to have some obstacles, you know, depending on how they really transition this out, how they really get into that area of rituals. For Pisces season, this is the perfect time for you to really develop those self-habits. It's really a perfect time for you to look at your health and wellness. It's also a perfect time for you to look at outer resources and services that you can adapt into. Like I said, I think a lot of Libras are going to get engaged in um, 2023. Um, but I also think a lot of Libras are going to have some interpersonal challenges as well. Uh, and that could be centered around health and that can also be centered around routine. We do have a lot of transition for the Libra where they're going to be reflecting a lot, especially, um, with the South node shifting out of, um, out of Libra, I mean, out of, um, Scorpio and entering Libra. So for the Libra, this is actually a beautiful time for you to kind of develop that consistency, develop those routines, look at the rituals and organization that you want to be implemented in your life, especially when there might be challenges or new life events. For instance, it could be a wedding, right? It could be, um, leaving your job. It could be a whole life new event, but you kind of want to see what rituals and what areas of wellness and health really help you move forward in whatever transitions you will be going through this next year in 2023 and really adapt to that right now for the Libra. For the Virgo, for the Virgo, oh my goodness, this is such a beautiful time for you. Um, For the Virgo, this is all about relationships, contracts, and really that partnership. And we're seeing like so much with the Virgo. Um, the Virgo right now, I really just want you to take it all in, enjoy this time, really find this beautiful element of your own personal style. Just remember that sometimes partnerships, sometimes commitments, might feel a little, you know, it's, it can be a little challenging, right? You know, for the Virgo, it could be a little bit challenging. You're very root-based, you're very grounded. And sometimes working with others might feel like a little bit of an obstacle, right? You kind of want to do your own thing. You want it to be centered in your own way. But this is actually a good time for you to embrace those partnerships, to embrace that connection and that unity and really enjoy it. Love it. Um, take it in. Also, if you're feeling like this dynamic where the partnerships or the unity kind of feels like it's at a cluster, 
Um, I'm going to want you to bring more areas of hobby that each individual truly enjoys, right? And see where it is that it's centered off of, um, of each other, both enjoying it, maybe teach them something new, right? And this could be a business partner. This could be a lover. This could be a spouse. This could be a friendship. This can be that soulmate energy. This is a unity where you want to show who you are and your own personal style and, and love it. Um, you know, partnerships and collaborations are a beautiful thing. Sometimes they don't feel like they are, but for the Virgo right now, it really is. Um, and my sister's a Virgo and I'm so excited because she's having her first baby and I'm going to be a auntie. So I'm like so excited for her. Um, and her husband is a Taurus. And for those who don't know the next year, 2023 is going to be amazing year for the Taurus and for the Aries. So I'm excited for them. Um, for the Leo, this is all about clearing that area of mystery away, right? For the Leo, I feel like the Leo, oh, for the Leo, oh, the Leo just had that full moon in Leo. Um, and it was definitely, it was definitely, you know, I saw a lot of Leo placements. You know, we had the whole Jen and Ben scandal where Ben looked like he wasn't having any fun at the um at the Grammys for those who watched it and for those who don't know both of them are Leo suns and Scorpio moons it's it's kind of it's kind of funny you know uh, I I predicted that their relationship was going to have some issues in 2023 I didn't think it was going to start so quick um but you know, I, I hope they work out. I do think um, that they have a lot of misalignment energy. Um, but for the Leos, this is actually a good time for you to let go of that mystery, right? Stop, stop feeling like you need to hide shit. You don't need to hide anything from anybody, right? Um, you're also going to want to look at areas of uh, finances, Um if you've noticed that maybe you've been spending a little bit more money than you should, then you're going to have to do a little bit of um, realignment with that. You're going to have to do a little bit more of energy where you're going to want to uh, reduce that budget. You're going to want to reduce that debt and you're going to really want to be centered more in that area towards clearing it away. Um, don't live in the secret, right? Don't... <laughs> I mean, we all love the mystery, right? We all we all love the the mystery of the eighth house. We all love that energy of the eighth house, but we don't have to make everything so mysterious. Like we still want to be able to communicate with people. We still want to be able to tell people what we're going through. Um, if you are in an area where you have a lot of hidden secrets, just know for the Leo right now that this is actually a perfect time for you to clear that energy away. And get right where it is that you need, want to be. Um, you may feel that um, having this energy of hiddenness, of mysteriousness, of um, secretive energy is kind of um, okay for you right now. But just remember, whatever happens in the dark comes to light. So be mindful of that and be mindful of the actions and the energy that not only are you receiving, but the energy that you are producing. So make sure you kind of look at that atmosphere, clear away some of the secrets, um, kind of let the 
the truth and as one might say, the throat chakra kind of open up and live in that core message. That core message will always kind of put you back in a place of realignment because the core message is so important. And sometimes we hide our core message, but for the Leo, I want you to actually kind of open that area up and um, create some more energy where it doesn't feel like such a secret. For the Cancer, for the Cancer, this is a, a beautiful time for you to get centered around new possibilities towards higher education. Um, it could be courses. It could be um, creating an alignment of crossing, as one might say, cultures, learning more areas that aren't like you. Um, for the cancer, sometimes it feels like you're just structured on your own energy of emotions, your own energy of insight, but this is actually a good time for you to seek wisdom from others. This is also a good time for you to seek energy from different locations. This is also a good time for you to really learn and receive the energy. Um, we don't have to get caught up in, in wanting to know everything, right? <clears throat> or wanting to seek everything or getting super emotional about it. But we are going to want to find something that we can seek and we can really learn about, especially if it is something that you've been centered on, on your soul's message. Um, and that could be anything like it could be a new recipe. Like, I think people always think that when I'm telling them to seek more knowledge, that I'm telling them to like join a course or go back to school, but not necessarily. It could be traveling to a new location you've never traveled to. It could be um, seeking a new recipe. It could be trying a new um, food. It could be something that is different energy than what you are used to. And it could be learning something new. If that's a new modality, if that's, you know, maybe picking up your first uh, tarot deck, if that's maybe picking up some Oracle cards or some affirmations or learning about human design. Um, I just recently did a podcast with, um, seven D and Casey on astrology and human design. It's on chakras and cuss words podcast and on my YouTube channel. So you guys could check that out. Um, I still don't understand human design at all. Um, I try to, I try to, but I still do not get it. So, <laughs> um, you know, just take in some energy of something new for the cancer for the Gemini. Okay. For the Gemini, I know this has been a rough year. <laughs> mm. For the Gemini placements, especially the Mars in Gemini has really been a lot of a lot. It's been a challenging year for the for the Gemini. I will say that the Gemini has learned a lot of lessons. Um, the Gemini has definitely learned a lot about careers. And this is going to be that area where we start to structure the career back um, for the Gemini. Like if you had something that was, um, as one might say, um, suffering, uh, this would be a perfect time, especially if you were centered around business as a Gemini and it was kind of like not doing so hot. 
this is actually a perfect time for you to do like the grand reopening, right? This is also like the perfect time for you to do the new, um, the new service. Or if you weren't feeling established in your job, if you weren't feeling appreciated in your job, or maybe you made some mistakes and you lost your job. This is that area where, where it's almost a, a redo, like a resurrection. Like it's almost like um for the Gemini, for you to like shake that shit off your shoulders and um redeem yourself. It's also a good time to look at how others may view you, which sometimes for the Gemini, that's a little bit, ooh, that's a little bit challenging because the Gemini is very structured on that that energy where they're such a critical thinker, they're such a free thinker, they really hate to um, maybe, as one might say, transition their thoughts <laughs> to what others might think. But it is a good time to look at that public image, to look at that legendary image, to look at that area where um, you kind of do a... as as I would say, you do a bird's eye view, you do a, um, you do a fifth dimensional approach. And for the Geminis, they are usually very fifth dimensional. They're very um, sixth dimensional. They're all over the place. But sometimes you have to look at it from the ground, right? From the ground element up high even though you're so centered in that air element of that chaotic and energy base that you kind of need to like chill and see what other people are seeing, what the trees are seeing, what the structure of the ground is seeing and why it doesn't feel stable to other people. Um, it is also a perfect time to repair some of those masculine wounds, repair some of the wounds with the father, uh, repair some of that area where you redeem yourself, especially if you had a hard time. Um, I know for the Geminis having Mars and Mars is leaving Gemini. I don't know the actual date, but it, it will happen in, I believe 2023 coming up. So this is going to be a new shift of energy for the Gemini. And it's, it's going to be a new shift that everything isn't going to feel so assertive. Everything isn't going to feel so aggressive. Everything isn't going to feel so passionate. Um, and we are going to be able to lick our wounds and redeem ourselves, right? We are going to be able to pick up that energy back up. And, it, you know, this is the, this is the time right now as Pisces season is to look at that that higher self, not that ego self, that higher self for the Gemini. For the Taurus, this is an amazing time, amazing time for you to get centered with your collective, your community, with your connections and areas of um, awareness. This is also a beautiful time for you to embrace the collective, for you to embrace those social networks, for you to give and to embrace technology. For most Tauruses, they're not super, you know, they're not super excited about technology as like um, an Aquarius is, right? You know, an Aquarius, they can't get enough of it, right? They, they want to look at anything and everything new. Um, 
you know, they're searching like UFO trackers, <laughs> you know, they're doing all this weird shit, right? <laughs> um, but for a Taurus, this is actually a perfect time for you to look into that technology based practices. It is kind of a good time for you to maybe work on your web. Um, if you have a um, web design that you're trying to get, go ahead and, you know, get that out there, work on some of your hopes, work on some of your dreams, especially being in Pisces season. It is a beautiful time for you to concentrate towards the upper chakras, especially the crown and the third eye. For the Taurus, I want you to really uh, establish your collective and you don't have to be in business. A lot of people think um, that everything's about business, 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 um, especially here on Clubhouse, right? And you guys who are hanging out in this Clubhouse room, I know it's not about business because you're hanging out in an astrology room, right? You, you want to know more about astrology. You want to know more about um, the collective, more about people who like what you like, you know, so, so it's not just about business. Look at what community do you fit in, right? What collective do you feel, feel um, aligned with if you're a new parent, if you're somebody who's maybe um, transitioning around career, if you're somebody who has a health concern and maybe you need to find a support group, look at a collective, look at a community that you can join and kind of get that area out. And it could be technology. It could be with, you know, like a Facebook group. It could be here on Clubhouse. It could be um, a Zoom group. It could be something like that. But for the Taurus, this is a beautiful time for you to really express yourself. Look for those areas. Look for those resources. Um, for those who don't know, you know, I do have transposition of the great vessels, which is a um, heart defect. Um, so basically my, my heart is like, um, backwards, <laughs> it works completely wrong. Um, you know, and this year has been a little bit more challenging for me on, the on the health and wellness field, as one might say, I definitely have been feeling it, um, a little bit more. My right ventricle is enlarged. It's harder for, um, me to work out like I used to. It's harder for me to, um, kind of. I guess you could say run up the stairs. <laughs> Definitely a more huffing and puffing has been in this uh in 2022 and especially with Saturn. <laughs> Saturn hasn't been a friend um being in my um being in my fourth house, but you know, it is what it is, right? Um so one of the groups that I joined a few years back was a um was a support group for people who have transposition of the great vessels like me. And I will tell you, I get in that group and I just feel so just so like somebody fucking knows what I feel, right? Somebody knows what I'm going through. Um, you know, we have totally different lives. We have um, similarities, but we're, you know, we're people who are all connected by a heart defect. And we all have that one thing in common that is like one in a million that most people don't understand. So it's nice to have a collective and it doesn't have to necessarily be business. And that is for the Taurus. For the Aries, and this is the last Zodiac. Yay! <laughs> um, I just want to thank everybody for hanging out and um, for tapping into Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. 
and hanging out on the YouTube channel. Like, welcome, welcome. Um, the Aries. Okay. The Aries is gonna, I guys, I can't even express what a fucking phenomenal year the Aries is gonna have. The Aries had a major beautiful year um this last year in 2022 2023 for some of the Aries placements it's only going to get fucking better it's really going to get better it's really going to feel more aligned um this is actually a beautiful time for the Aries to really create that area where you are centered around healing you are centered around that self-care you are centered around what you feel is limiting you um, you're going to do a kind of like an analysis because this is happening in your 12th house. So for the Aries, this is happening in your 12th house. This is right before we close out this Zodiac calendar. This is right before we say goodbye to the 12th house and we enter your season, the Aries season, the first cardinal sign, the sign of all signs. And we enter that spring element, a huge shift. We got Pluto going into Aquarius. Um, we got Saturn going into Pisces. We have the nodes switching out. We're going to have a lot of different astrological energy. We're going to see a lot of growth with a lot of zodiacs. And the Aries is one of them. You, Aries is going to be very much centered around that area of saying goodbye to what's been limiting them. Also saying goodbye to that area of hidden limitations and self-beliefs. I want the Aries to know you can fucking conquer the world if you want, right? <laughs> like um, you have so much energy and spiritual essence about you that you can really embrace it all and you can really take it all in. I want the Aries to kind of have that area where they feel a little bit more grounded than usual right before they enter their solar return, um, right before they enter that great new energy and kind of take it in, um, say goodbye to a lot of things that have been holding you back. Also, I want you to really establish that karmic energy. Um, a lot of people, when we think about the karmic energy that surrounds us, it's, it's kind of hard, right? It's, it's kind of hard because we don't want to, um, get too tied up in it, right? We don't want to think like, oh my gosh, am I hurting somebody? Am I doing this? You know, um, subconsciously people might not just like us, right? Like, um, I know there's people who don't like me. I don't know what I ever did to them, but for whatever reason, they don't like me. That's fine. Um, and we just have to be at ease with that. We just have to be at peace with that. Acknowledge that sometimes our energy isn't right for everybody. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. Some people don't think like we think. Some people don't love like we love. Some people haven't experienced certain elements of life that we have. But as long as we acknowledge our own karmic energy and our own energy that we release and we really receive, that's all we can do, right? We can't um, be stuck in how people view us. Um, I know for the Aries, sometimes people might feel that you're very distant or you're very, um, maybe, uh, almost like, I guess one might say like moody, <laughs> I mean, um, and, but very spontaneous, right? The Aries 
can be very spontaneous and they can always be feeling like they're doing so much. For the Aries, this is a time for you to just kind of chill, right? Just chill, release those limiting self-beliefs, be centered with the subconscious and the higher self, take in that spiritual essence. Don't be worried about creating new projects. You're going to have tons of projects in um, the spring. You're going to have tons of growth in the spring, but just kind of let that energy sit as one might say, meditate in your own personal space. Um, and also for the Aries, I think this is a good time for you to get kind of back into that subconscious state, that dream energy, especially that Neptune and Jupiter energy um, for, for the Aries. If, if you haven't been working on your dreams, if you haven't been working on a dream journal, if you haven't been working on your meditations, this is actually a perfect time for you to start that back up. So we want to thank everybody who hopped in this room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to chakras and cuss words and um, everybody have an amazing, amazing, amazing day. Bye.